Welcome everybody to the Human Design Podcast with your host, me, Emma Dunwoody. Right here with me on this podcast, you're going to learn everything you need to know to live your fullest potential. We're going to talk about mindset, we're going to talk about profiling, we're going to talk a lot about human behavior. We're also going to look at the beautiful tool that I use called Human Design. Most of all, we're going to talk about how you can absolutely live up to your fullest potential. If you enjoy the podcast, please give me a rating. Five stars would be nice. Share this podcast with someone that you believe would benefit from it, or even better still, write me a review. And make sure you listen all the way to the end of this episode for a special bonus just for you, my podcast listeners. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, hey, welcome everybody to today's podcast. I am super excited to share today's, um, but first and foremost, I want to say a huge thank you. I've had so much feedback from um, listeners, from you guys uh, who are listening to the podcast and people have been raving about it. Um, They're getting so much out of it, which makes my heart sing. Um, You know, I'm very conscious that we live in the information age and we can get anything we want pretty much for free. So I'm very, um, yeah, I'm really conscious that I want to make sure I put out valuable content. So thank you for everybody who's letting me know that they're getting so much from the um, podcast. May I ask in return that you please go to iTunes and review the podcast. Give me um, five stars would be absolutely awesome. And if you could write a review, that would be incredible because then that's going to help me get this out to even more people that need to hear it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Now today I'm going to talk about um, power versus force. I was first introduced to this um, when I read the book Power Versus Force, written by Dr. David Hawkins. Now, I've mentioned Dr. David Hawkins a couple of times on the podcast. He wrote Letting Go, which was one of my favorite top five all-time books. Um, And he's an incredibly inspiring human. He started very um, academically in his life. He was, a, I believe, a GP and a psychologist. And then he went through this process of really understanding consciousness and he in power versus force he talks about the consciousness scale or the scale of consciousness and this is for those of you that you've that have heard about it he details it in at every level um most people on the planet are living below 200 it goes up to um 800 i believe in fact i think it goes even higher yeah, I think 1,000, but that is like the absolute enlightenment. Um, so most of the 85% of the global population are below 200. And this is courage. Courage is where you flip into um, the more empowering emotions of the consciousness scale. So below 200, where 85% of the glo- global population sit, we're talking operating from pride, from fear, from guilt, from anger. So all of the emotions that collapse our energy, that that minimize our energy. 
Then at 200, we hit courage and something very significant changes where we start to expand and to be in the more expansive energies and emotions. And you'll find things like um, willing, willingness, appreciation, and even love above, um, above 200. Now, when we talk about um, the global population being below 200, then we talk about people like the Dalai Lama and uh, Mother Teresa. They all operate at around six, seven, and eight hundred. So they're very, very um, enlightened beings. Um, yeah. So if you want to know more about the consciousness scale, check it out. It's really, really powerful. The other thing that Dr. David Hawkins talks about in this book that is of great interest is how muscle testing and kinesiology works, how anyone can access greater consciousness through muscle testing and get answers, um, true false answers on absolutely everything. He uses examples for, from personal examples about you know blocking beliefs to global examples about um, muscle testing uh, the truth if someone was a murderer or not a murderer. So it's, it's really fascinating. It can be a little bit of a um, intense read because he goes through each emotion, he goes through each level, he goes through all the different modalities, methods, strategies that you can use in personal development. But it's a really powerful book. Now what I want to bring to your attention and to highlight today is what he calls this balance between power versus force we are currently in a um, the global environment is at this pinnacle where power and force are banging up against each other we have been living in a very force oriented world for hundreds and you know even well let's at least say hundreds thousands of years um, not hundreds of thousands of years I mean thousands of years and what that means is we've been living in this environment that's very masculine, very outcome focused, very force, control. Um, we have hierarchy, patriarchy, we have um, almighty supreme leaders, um, then everyone else sort of huddled down the bottom. It's this really... Um, What's the word I'm thinking? Like a, sort of the, that pyramid hierarchy, and we're taught to hustle, force, push, uh, take massive action, um, and all of these these energies of things that are. If you can imagine, like if you're just punching, right? Force is punch, 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 punch. Now you're going to get a result, but you're not going to be able to sustain it. So force is something that. In the book, um, Dr. David Hawkins talks about Hitler. He was very, very in force. Um, I can't remember the specific level that he presided at, but um, actually I can. If I could see the scale, I could probably tell you. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, so you can imagine like everything that he brought into the world, it was like he was just punch, 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 but you can't sustain that. So it's going to fall. It's going to be destroyed, you know, and in the end it was overthrown, you know, he lost. Um, 
Whereas power, power is the water flowing down the mountain. You know, the biggest rock can get in its way and it will find a myriad of ways to get past it. And without force, without um, making rocks move, without trying to change the external world, it will just find its own way to flow naturally down the river. So they're the two. This is this force and power. Um, now, power is also very aligned with the more feminine. Again, I'm going to just clear this up. You know, I know I've mentioned it before. I'm going to mention it again. There is One is not better than the other. What we all need on the planet is a balance of both. We've been living with a highly masculine, dominant world. And that's not good for men or women. And we're at a time where the masculine dominance is collapsing. The feminine um, is rising. So you'll hear a lot of people talk about the feminine rising. But this is not about women getting into power and behaving like men. That's not what I'm talking about. Because we've, we've seen in the past and up till now, we've seen women living or, or becoming masculine dominant. That's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about leaders. So a very feminine leader is Barack Obama. A very powerful leader is Barack Obama. He's much higher on the consciousness scale because he is the water. So it's not, and obviously he would identify as dominant masculine energy. However, it's how he balances his masculine and his feminine. He gets stuff done through power through allowing, through a willingness to, to listen, to learn, to go with the flow instead of other leaders that in fact just try to blow shit up and move things aside, which is just force and it's just not sustainable. So that's why we're in this experience of life right now that feels really messy because we know intrinsically that we're moving towards power. We're rising, the feminine is rising in both men and women. And the leaders that are going to start um, to become more and more powerful are going to be these leaders that, you know, from a human design point of view, they're going to be more like the projectors. They're going to be guides, not look at me, I'm leading. They're going to be people that go, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to see. This is how you need to go to, to empower people. And this comes from power because this type of energy doesn't need to be a figurehead this energy just offers its wisdom to allow other people to be whether it's the face of a brand whether it's the leader of a group um, and it's about the team it's about needing to have an entire team to get us where we need to go as opposed to having this one figurehead so how does this relate to you in everyday life? Well, let's just have a quick touch base with the human design. And I'm going to take this from a place of conditioning, okay? Because conditioning is us trying to force ourselves to be something we're not. Um, and we consciously don't do it. We consciously don't um, force ourselves to be... Um, quieter, more like others. Um, we don't consciously question our enoughness when we're kids. 
we're put in situations where our meaning making machine that is our supercomputer between our ears makes these decisions from one perspective from an egotistical one percent not ego in the sense of ego but as in a, a self-centered well if this is happening in the external world then it must be my fault because this whole world is about me and and not because I'm awesome because I'm below the age of seven and that's all I know right now that it's about me so I want to just show you like one of the really cool things with with human design is for those of you out there, I get a lot of feedback. There's a lot, a lot of you studying it and you go for it, like bring human design into this world. It is ready. We all need it because we're moving into power. And what that means is we need to be aligned to who we are on the inside. We have to love, accept and be willing to be that person that we really are on the inside. Now, one of the... Um, massive indicators from a human design point of view if you're out there and you're learning about it the chart that you will be talking about or you will get someone to read for you or you will do the study on it's called your natal chart however there's a number of other charts that we can access in human design and one that i find incredibly powerful for my clients is one called um, the interactive chart and it's interactive because it's who you become around others. Now, this chart is actually taken at three months of age. The, I think it's 88 degrees of the moon or something like that. And I'm probably not spot on. Um, however, it's all about th around three months of age. So already by three months of age, we've been exposed to high levels of conditioning. So think about it as a young baby, we have no filters. Um, our adults, we don't even differentiate between us and our primary caregiver. So we think they are us and we are them. Um, and we're exposed to their energy, their thoughts, their feelings, and all of those people around us. And it's like we're just this sponge and it's all getting dumped and downloaded. And then this chart from three months of age, what it shows us is who, as a baby, we have become unconsciously conditioned to be who we think we need to be to operate in the world now a great example of this is um, my beautiful husband Justin who I won't put on the spot um, he he's a projector he only has two centers of definition however in his interactive chart he becomes a manifesting generator he switches off his intuition his spleen and he switches on his sacral. He has the 3420, which is the huge, like it's the channel of charisma. It's the most dominant um, man gen channel. It's um, about sort of look at me. He switches on the Ajna. So already this mind of his is like, oh gosh, I need to be processing. I need to be processing. I need to be bringing these things through. I need to be uh, voicing what I need. And of course, as a baby, babies need to voice what they need. Um, but what's intriguing is that this shows us when we talk force versus power or power versus force is that who he is conditioned to be, who he forces himself to be that's not actually aligned to his power. How good's that? He just gave me the double thumbs up for all of you that can't see him right now. So these are how this is how powerful human design can be because we look at our conditioning and we know where we need to heal. 
So one of the big things that I know for Justin using him as an example is that he lives in a household of three Manjans and he often behaves like us. And, you know, he's not designed to do that. And one of the massive things this year had that's really shifted for Justin, and this comes back to moving from force to power, is that he has been forcing himself to live in that way, you know, go out to work, work hard, earn lots of money, work a corporate job, even though you don't love it, um, provide for the family, um, be present, do this, do that, run around, run from one thing to the other, do all the, and multitask, blah, 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 blah. but he's actually a projector. So what's happened and, and the specific channels that he has is it's not at all about getting shit done. It's all about intuition and, um, you know, taking action, but from an advisory place. So what's been incredibly amazing is as he steps away from his Manjin um, conditioning, he has now learned to let go of control. And when we talk force and power, control is 100% in the force category. Wanting external, I should say, control. Power is all about internal certainty. When we have internal certainty, we're like the water. We know we're getting to the ocean. We don't know how, but we'll just go the easiest way possible. So power versus force is really a way that you can let go of the hustle, the um, I must be, I have to, and step, step into allowing trusting and surrendering. Now I get that this is easier said than done. So how do you actually do this? Well, number one, when it comes to your human design, it's about understanding your design and not just your type. And I'm going to have, um, I'm going to do a podcast on this and I'm going to have my mentor talk about this because one of the things I'm seeing so much from the amazing people bringing human design to the world and talking about it and interacting it with it is they're talking all about type and type can really lead you astray if that's where you play all the time. Because if you don't understand your chart and you know, a why you're that type, what makes you that type, um, these huge generalizations are being placed on you instead of you understanding, okay, well, I am a manifesting generator because I have the 3420, which is this channel that does that. Um, however, I, do, I am very open here, 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 and here. So I'm going to be open to conditioning. This is where my definition is. So this is where I need to play. Um, my profile looks like this. So with human design, there's so much more to, to, the, to it than type. So to be in your power, the more you can know about you, whether it's human design, whether it's introvert versus extrovert, whether it's your e-disc, your Myers-Briggs, whether it's your um, energy, what, how you manifest versus somebody else, whatever it is, learning about how you are designed internally is number one, is power. Instead of trying to shove yourself into boxes that someone you look up to has provided for you, like do this and you'll get that. Well, you might if you're the same type as them or if you're designed similarly to them, but you might not. So get to know who you are on the inside and you're going to be that water flowing down the mountain. 
I want to give you a quick example um, from a human design point of view, what I'm kind of going on a rant about. I have a client at the moment and I'm going to do a podcast interview with her because she's a generator by type, but she has an unconscious channel to a defined G center. What does that mean? She has no conscious access to that G center. So she just has the sacral, which means the sacral is her only conscious access to decision-making. Everything else is open. So what happens to this person is that she behaves like a reflector because she's literally in a world where it's tossing her around like a washing machine, reflecting. She's reflecting everything back to everyone, but she's a massive thinker. So she hasn't been taught how to tap into that sacral energy to make decisions, to understand this washing machine that she's exposed to. But now she's building that muscle, everything's changing for her. But if she believes all the information out there about generators, she's like, but that doesn't make sense for me. So this is what I'm talking about. I want you guys to get empowered to really get to know yourself. Who are you on the inside? How do you do this? Well, journaling, number one. If you've created something in your life, reverse engineer it. How did you actually achieve that? How did you feel, which is really important, remember? Quantum, the energy that we feel is what we attract. What else? Meditation. I've been meditating for 16 years. I've just discovered a new meditation. Um, And it's mind-blowing. It's changed everything for me. So find what works for you. But meditate. Get in touch with you and greater consciousness. Nature. Be out in nature. Because for everyone, to differing degrees, nature is going to really clear out this conditioning, this force that you've been taught to have. Um, And nature really helps you clear the mind body and spirit pay attention to the external clues what is the universe constantly delivering to you for me one of the one of the really easy metaphors here is books Um, I will be guided to what I need to read next because I will be told three times of this book it'll either and it's always people they either recommend it they say they've read it um, it's on a podcast or something so it comes to me Another thing for me and it, why I am doing this podcast is the external external clues I'm getting right now. Um, are, I'm hearing from a lot of whether it's the books that I'm reading or what I'm studying or the documentary documentaries that I'm watching or the experts that I'm hearing keep saying to me this week. That's all well and good, all of this knowledge and, and um, expertise. However, How did it work for you? So I'm taking that, like, how do I look at human design? How do I use human design? Because that's my way of bringing it to the world. And that's how it's going to be the most powerful. And it's going to be different to other people that are bringing it to the world. Yeah, because my thing with human design is it has to be a coaching tool. It can't just be, you know, like a reading for me. It's, their readings are great. Don't get me wrong. Go and get yourself one. They're freaking awesome. But for me, my internal guidance system, the way I'm designed, is about coaching with human design. All right? So, guys, just to wrap up, 
power versus force. The whole planet is moving towards power. The more we resist, like resistance is force. So the more that we can let go of being the hustler, the force, the get shit done, uh, and just throwing mud at a wall and can and move into allowing being the water flowing down the, the side of the mountain, the more you're going to find that you're going to live in flow. You're going to find that your opportunities arise in front of you for you to say yes to. Life is getting easier. And as Rick Michael King said in a previous podcast, and if you haven't listened to it, bloody listen to it. 2020 is all about believing anything is possible. Quantum physics supports it. All we need to do is let go of the force, let go of the conditioning and lean into our power. Now, I'm sure many questions have been raised for you guys out there uh, in regards to your interactive chart and your human design. So what I've included in the show notes is a link to the page where you will find my uh, human design unpack. Now, first and foremost, I just want to outline something very specific here. I do human design unpacks, not charts. There are plenty of amazing people out there that will do a chart reading. However, the unpack is coming from my professional experience as a profiler. So not only will I give you your design and take you through it, but I will show you how to implement, how to align to it, where you need to lean in, where you need to lean out, and a whole lot more. So it comes through a a, um, coaching frame, not just a reading. So if you're interested, what I want to do is I want to give, for all my podcast listeners out there, a special offer. So if you book using the link in the show notes, I will give you um, in either the 60 minute or the two hour unpack, I will give you your interactive chart as well, completely free. But that's only for my podcast listeners and using this link below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today, guys. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to the next podcast. Um, Yeah, the next podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.